بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم was blessed with every possible beautiful quality that a human being can have can embody the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم definitely was a compilation and embodiment of every single good every single human attribute that is regarded as worthy of having and worthy of emulating the Prophet embodied that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, has of course the the fountainhead. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has all the good qualities. And from that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a reflection of that to certain human beings, portion of that. There is as it comes تَخَلَّقُوا بِأَخْلَاقِ اللَّهِ that inculcate within yourself the akhlaq and the character, meaning the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is adil, Allah is just, Allah is loving, is wadud. These are these qualities a person needs to inculcate within himself. So we see that this, uh, the, the Prophet sallallahu the books that have been written on his seerah, as you've been hearing the past few weeks, um, they have been divided, some of the books have been written such that they've been divided based on the attributes of the Prophet One one attribute, you know, there's a whole chapter on that. So Rasulullah's character, generally, and the Prophet character with his with children, with uh, women, with mothers of children, uh, with his own family, with the weak, um, with servants, with slaves, with animals. On and on the list goes. So this is uh, something that the Prophet ﷺ embodied because that is why we have a need for a Nabi. A Nabi shows us how you uh, practically implement the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So from amongst those attributes, we have the attribute of justice. Adil. And this is a command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, multiple places. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands uh, and orders for justice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says another place, Whenever you make a decision amongst people, and whenever you uh, decide uh, and make a pass a verdict between individuals, make sure you do that in a just manner. What, what happens majority of the time? And that it's some, tort, some sort of enmity, some sort of hate, some sort of... Uh, uh, you know, baggage that a person has, previous baggage, and this becomes a reason or a means of a person not being just. Otherwise, you know, for your average person, majority of us wouldn't have a problem, you know, for anything. If someone asks us to do something or someone um, requests us to do something or a decision needs to be made, that's easy. This is an average person, we don't have any problem with them. The issue comes is with someone when we've had some previous bad experience, and uh, that experience is over. This is a completely different context. But then we don't forget. Now one is you don't forget, so you protect yourself from their evil. That's one thing. And one is now you, are, you have a chance of making a decision, and now you're going to uh, avenge yourself in an incorrect manner. So, if a person owes someone something, he needs to pay for that. That's bad. And we need to use the channels, proper channels for that. And you can do whatever channels there are available for, uh, you, you know, halal channels, use them. 
But now it doesn't mean that we fight back by, uh, by speaking ill of that person or um, ruining that person, tarnishing that person's image, uh, spying on that person, calling him out. Yes, someone comes and says, should I do business with this person? You say, I haven't had the best experience, probably not a good idea. That's fine. But then, why should that affect the person's children? Someone says, okay, what is your opinion about the family? I want to get my daughter married. Or what is your opinion about this and that? At times, that hate we may have, unfortunately, or bad experience, it carries over to people who, to people who should not have to bear anything, have nothing to do uh, with this. So this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, يَا إِوَا الَّذِينَ آمُنُوا كُونُوا قَوَّامِينَ بِالْقِسْطِ شُهَدَاءَ لِلَّهِ وَلَوْ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَوِ الْوَالِدَيْنِ وَالْأَقْرَبِينَ One place he says, O people, يَا الَّذِينَ آمُنُوا O believers, كُونُوا قَوَّامِينَ لِلَّهِ Become from amongst those who stand firm on the truth for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala بِالْقِسْطِ with justice, you're standing with justice وَلَوْ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ Amazing, Allah subhanahu Give testimony and bear witness against your own self. Even if you have to implicate your own self. But justice requires that. If justice is justice, meaning you owe, you owe someone or you uh, were at fault, then you cannot say, how can I owe up and say that, oh, yes, it was me who did it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, anfusikum, Even if you have to give testimony against yourself, meaning you acknowledge, basically stand up and acknowledge uh, some sort of uh, you know, crime or sin or something like that, then if, that's need, if that's needed, then you have to do that. اعتراف person has to say that he did it أول والدين and subhanallah if you have to stand up against your parents and you have to say that yes they, what they did is well wrong and my neighbor is right fulan fulan is right and my parents are wrong with all, the, with all the love that is there with the rights are there that's one place but this is what it is and what it is it's another, another ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the reason a person does not uh, be just is because he has enmity with someone else. So Allah says, that make sure that the enmity and the uh, anger, rancor that you have with someone should not become a means of you treating them unjustly or, may, or saying something improper when you and I know that this is improper, this is not right. But simply it's venting our frustration and hate, we say things about them. So this becomes a cause. What is that? Some baggage becomes a cause for that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make sure that that baggage does not become a means of you Taking out your anger on that person. I'dilu, make sure you are just. taqwa, that is more close to taqwa. Meaning, if you want to lead a life of taqwa, you, one cannot lead a life of taqwa unless and until they are just. So, coming back to what we began earlier, that the Prophet وسلم, was a beautiful example of how um, justice is to be. Uh, presented in the world. So I want to share with you, inshallah ta'ala, just a few um, stories for today. It's called Stories of the Prophet. So I, want to, I want to share with you a few stories of that. Let's see, where is it? 
So one of the instances is an instance of Badr. The Prophet sallallahu was in the, in the battle of Badr, and he was uh, straightening the rows in the battle. The way we straighten our rows in salah, so we strain. We are in battle with shaitan when praying salah. That's why it's called mihrab. Mihrab, where the Imam stands, right? That's called mihrab. Mihrab is from harb. Harb means to fight. Harb means war. So this is a place where uh, we war against shaitan together. So the one who's leading salah is the uh, the general, and he's leading everyone against shaitan. Subhanallah. So Rasulullah sallallahu was in uh, in the battle of Badr, and he and he was straightening the rows. So a certain Sahabi, uh, Aswad, he uh, was not in, not in the row properly. So the Prophet ﷺ took his stick and he straightened him. Like even Umar would do that for the Safs and Salah. He would take the stick. And subhanAllah. So uh, when he straightened him, it, it pinched a little bit. So the Sahabi said, Ya Rasulullah, he said, you have hurt me. You have hurt me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent you with justice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent you with justice and you have hurt me. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what does he say? He says, Ya Rasulullah, awja'atani wa qad ba'athakallahu bil'adl. You have hurt me, although Allah has sent you with justice. Fa'aqidni, I would like to avenge myself. فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ اسْتَقِدُ رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم said, okay, fine. You, are, you may avenge yourself. Yani, you, here is a stick. And you hit me. You can also pinch me. You can stab me with the pinch. So with, with the stick. قَالَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِنَّكَ طَعَنْتَنِي وَلَيْسَ عَلَيَّ قَمِيصٌ He said, Ya Rasulullah, you uh, poked me with the stick, although I didn't have a shirt on. You're wearing a shirt. I'm not wearing a shirt. So this is not fair. قَالَ فَكَشَفَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ عَنْ بَطْنِهِ The Prophet then lifted his shirt and his stomach or his chest became apparent. وَقَالَ إِسْتَقِدْ He said, go ahead, avenge yourself now. قَالَ فَاعْتَنَقَهُ وَقَبَّلَ بَطْنَهِ He said, the Sahabi, Suwad, not Aswad, Suwad bin Ghaziya رضي الله عنه He hugged the Prophet ﷺ and he kissed his stomach. وَقَالَ And then the Prophet ﷺ مَا حَمَّلَكَ عَلَى هَذَا يَا سَوَاد He said, what made you do this, O Sawad? Why is this whole thing? قَالَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ He said, O Rasool Allah, this is amazing now how he, what he says. حَضَرَنِي مَا تَرَى You see what I am going through. You see where I am, what juncture I am at. What juncture is that? It's in the battle. وَلَمْ آمِنُ الْقَتْلَ And I am not completely content, or I should say, I cannot be completely safe from being killed now. I could very well be killed in this battle. It might be my last uh, few, few hours of my life. فَأَرَدْتُ أَنْ يَكُونَ آخِرَ الْعَهْدِ بِكَ أَنْ يَمُسَّ جِلْدِي جِلْدَكَ So he said, so, the la- so what I wanted is the last moments of my life in this world should be spent such that my skin should be touching your skin. فَدَعَى رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وسلم بِخَيْرٍ The Prophet ﷺ then made dua for goodness for him. So here we see the love of the Sahabi and how he came about, with, about this. And that the last moments of his life, subhanAllah, 
he wanted to be spent like this, that I should get an opportunity to kiss the Prophet ﷺ. But why did we mention this here? Along with, the, of course, the love of the Sahaba for the Prophet ﷺ. Uh, one thing is that, obviously, is that the Prophet ﷺ's yani, uh, desire to ensure that justice is met even if it means against himself. He is never, I mean, he is the greatest general, greatest of everything. And he is not saying, what are you talking about? As a general, I have a right to correct you. As, as a Nabi, as a father, as a spiritual father, I most definitely have a right to poke you. I didn't hit you, go out of the way, oppress you. I simply straighten the rows. So what is this thing about taking you know, uh, justice and saying you, haven't, uh, you have oppressed me? But the Prophet ﷺ didn't say any of that. He simply, I can say so, what I should say if I may use the word so innocently. He raised his shirt. And he says, okay, if this is how you want it to be, fine, no problem. Just look at how the story is playing out. It's just unbelievable, unreal. But that is exactly why he is a Nabi. Because the, only a Nabi can do something like that. No one else will have the forbearance uh, and the desire to instill, install and instill a justice and to ensure justice is met, although it may be, you can, you can uh, not for Rasul Salam, but for an average person. Imagine how, how belittling it is for an elder, for a senior, for a general, for someone in, in position, in power, a teacher, whoever, to be told by a junior that you know you've oppressed me. And then for the senior to say, okay, fine. You know, in front of everyone, in front of a whole crowd, in front of the battle, in the whole battlefield, uh, to, for a person to say that you can go ahead and avenge yourself. But that's what the Prophet Sallallahu desire was that justice is, is, loyalty is with justice. That's it. Then we have another beautiful example. And this is, uh, Aisha Dhulana relates, she says, أن قريشاً أهمهم شأن المرأة التي سرقت في عهد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في غزوة الفتح Very famous incident He said during the uh, conquest of Mecca in the 8th year of Hijrah the Quraysh they became worried about now Islam has come to us we have to follow Islam What should we do? There was a, a, a lady who came from a respectable family the Banu Makhzum tribe and she had ended up stealing she stole, she did, you know, committed thief uh, and she committed some sort of, you know, stealing of some sort. فَقَالُوا مَنْ يُكَلِّمَ فِيهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه The Quraysh said, no, she comes from such a um, respectable community, respectable tribe. Who can go and speak to the Prophet on behalf of this lady? Because we can't allow this to happen. How can we allow, you know, this respectable Sharif lady, her hand get cut? فَقَالُوا وَمَنْ يَشْتَرِوا عَلَيْهِ إِلَّا أُسَامَةُ بْنُ زَيْدِ حِبُّ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم. They said, who would be able to go and intercede on our behalf? No one has the guts to do that. Except the only one we can think of, someone who Rasulullah loves dearly. And that is Usama bin Zayd. Zayd anhu was the adopted son of the Prophet And his, this was his son. Usama anhu was his son. Rasulullah loved him a lot. So, he said, let's go send Usama. فَأَتَى بِهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم فَكَلَّمَهُ فِيهَا أُسَامَةُ بْنِ زَيْدِ So the lady was brought, brought and then Usama bin Zayd spoke on her behalf. So now someone who Rasul Sallam loves so much, what happens? فَتَلَوَّنَ وَجْهُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه The Prophet Sallallahu face, is the Prophet Sallallahu the color of his face changed. فَقَالَ أَتَشْفَعُ فِي حَدٍ مِّنْ حُدُودِ اللَّهِ do you dare intercede and speak of speak in a uh, 
what we say, uh, a uh, had is a capital punishment. And so hududillah are those punishments which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has outlined in the Quran or through Rasulullah sallallahu Punishment. So he says, how dare you speak about one of these, you know, uh, punishments of, uh, that have been ordained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for certain crimes. For example, stealing, drinking, uh, fornicating, you know, adultery specifically, and killing. So, فَقَالَ لَهُ Usama Usama radiallahu realized that he had made a mistake. He said, استغفر لي يا رسول الله Oh Rasulullah, please seek forgiveness from me, from Allah. You know, this is not small talk, this is with Allah now. This is a had, this is a, a, this is a right of Allah that I trampled. Now you're going to have to ask forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. So you see, see, it's not, the deen is, that's how serious it is. He's not telling Rasulullah, please forgive me. You know, sometimes we think that it's each other's rights. The deen is not mine or yours. You know, it is the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a very serious thing. An interesting here is that he's not telling Rasulullah to seek forgiveness uh, to, to forgive me. He's saying I want you to seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is directly with him. The next day, or or you should say in the evening, the Prophet stood up in the in the masjid and he gave a khutbah. Very famous khutbah. He said, He praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a manner that befits him. And then he said, فَإِنَّمَا أَهْلَكَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ أَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا إِذَا سَرَقَ فِيهِمُ الشَّرِيفُ تَرَكُوهُ وَإِذَا سَرَقَ فِيهِمُ الضَّعِيفُ أَقَامُوا عَلِي الْحَدِّ He said, the reason the previous nations before you became, were destroyed was because when, when a respectable person amongst them stole, they would leave him. And when a weak person from, from a downtrodden, or, or, you know, from a downtrodden tribe would steal, then they would force him to uh, meet out the justice and they would force him to go through the full course of punishment. Now he says this, um, you know, and a statement which but it's just powerful. A Nabi can say something like this. He says, Indeed, I swear by the one in whose hands is my life. What does he say? Law anna fatimata bint Muhammad sallallahu Her name of this lady was Fatima al Makhzumiyah. He said, you talk, You're telling me that I should forgive Fatima Makhzumiyah because she comes from a very, you know, uh, high lineage. I'm telling you, if Fatima bint Muhammad, Fatima, the daughter of Muhammad, were to steal, la qaddar Allah ma'adullah, then I would have cut her hand. Then I would have cut her hand. What a bold statement, subhanAllah. You know, uh, to, to, to tell the ummah, Fatima bint Muhammad is the Sayyidatul Nisa'i Ahl al-Jannah, the leader of the women of Jannah. That's why Ustaz, my Ustad would never read, I remember reading this in Bukhari Sharif, this hadith. He would always add Ma'adallah or La Allah, meaning, uh, you know, seek refuge in Allah from that. That is just a completely hypothetical situation which could never, ever, ever happen. She is the leader and the queen of the women of Jannah. But what is Rasulullah saying is that our allegiance is to 
the laws and the rules of Sharia, not with people. And this is something which today we have really forgotten. That when, when it comes with our own people, with our own situation, then we relax the laws. When it comes to others, then we make it so harsh and so difficult. It, it's, it's so widespread, there's barely anyone who's saved from this. That the, the deen is for the opposite party. Find that which has to go with the opposite party. When it comes to our own situation, when that same scenario, whether it's the issues of marriage, whether it's the issues of divorce, whether it's the issue of um, you know, separating of business partners and going, going different ways, then uh, when we find in that situation that the Quran and Sunnah is out, we go to the courts. Uh, we go find some other way. And so other, in, in any other instance, then you say, Arey, bhai, you know, what's wrong with the people? You don't have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at you. How can you do this? Then you bring in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in, in the picture. When, when we're going through that situation, why not bring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the picture then? So it is, تُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the Quran regarding the Bani Israel, that they used to believe in certain aspects of the Quran and used to deny the other aspects. I mean, not the Torah, the book. So we cannot do that. We cannot take what is nice and sweet, take that. And what is, you know, bitter, then you, we, that we spit it out. In another instance, the Prophet sallallahu um, alaihi uh, wasallam, in Badr as well. This is another another instance of Badr. The Prophet sallallahu uh, had distributed three people per animal because there were so few animals, and they would go by turn. So. Uh, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu says that three sahaba, Abu Lubaba and Ali ibn Abi Talib and the Prophet these three had one animal to themselves. And they'd have to sit on the animal by turn. So when the Prophet turn came to walk, two would sit and one would walk. So when the Prophet came, his turn came to walk, the Prophet and imagine now Abu Lubaba and Ali ibn Abi riding the camel and the Prophet you know, walking next to him because he has to do that. So they said, فَقَالَ نَحْنُ نَمْشِي عَنْكَ Ya Rasulullah, please, let's, you know, yes, you, you are with us in our group. But how about we keep the turns amongst ourselves? Abu Talib, Abu Lubaba and Ali. You can do all the time. As a Nabi of Allah, as a general, as the best of the creation, under the sun, above the sun, or under the arsh, above the arsh, wherever, there's no better creation than Rasulullah You can most definitely stay put on the camel or the animal while we walk. So Rasulullah said, مَا أَنْتُمَا بِأَقْوَى مِنِّي Both of you, are not stronger than me. You're not stronger. It's not like you have more strength. I'm a weakling. Also, وَلَا بِأَنَا بِأَغْنَى عَنِ الْأَجْرِ مِنْكُمَا And nor am I not in need of a reward. Uh, the way, يعني, just like you are in need of reward, similarly is my need of reward. Just like you have a desire to earn reward, I also have a desire to earn rewards for walking in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So justice has to be there as well. I can't think of someone who has a little uh, a superior, a little manager, a little officer, you know, a little one step ahead, uh, you, you know, that he will not use uh, what you call his own private, uh, you know, accommodations or private food or private uh, this and that, um, and, and say that, no, I'm going to spend the time with the rest of the army, or I'm going to eat with the, what the army is eating, I'm going to sleep the way the army is sleeping. That just doesn't happen anywhere. But the Prophet ﷺ, who had definitely the right to be given a VIP treatment, separate from the Sahaba al Majma'in, but he, that is against Adil, that is against justice. And he would not do that. Rasulullah uh, sent Ali radiallahu anhu, uh, actually uh, to Yemen. And Ali radiallahu anhu sent some gifts to the Prophet ﷺ from uh, Yemen. 
So the Prophet ﷺ distributed these gifts between some individuals. Aqra' bin Habis, Uyayna bin Badr, Alqama, and Zayd al-Khayr al-Ta'i, four individuals. So the Quraysh were watching, the Rasulullah was giving out these gifts. They became upset, some of them. And they said, You are giving to the big leaders from Najd. Najd is the other state. There's Hijaz and there's Najd. So you're giving the, the people from Najd the gifts and you're leaving us. What are you doing? The Prophet ﷺ said, I did this in order to uh, bring them close to me, to instill love. That's why I did this. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm trying to get close to them. So, a man came, very thick beard, and he talks about all his other, you know, attributes, how he looked like. He had a shaved head. He said, Fear Allah, O Muhammad. You know, he said. He's telling Rasulullah. He doesn't say, Ya Nabi Allah, Ya Rasulullah, Ya Muhammad. Ittaqillah. So, what is the response of the Prophet? So, simple response. He says, Tell me, who can possibly be obedient to Allah if I become disobedient? Who is going to be more obedient than me? Show me who, how can you possibly be more obedient to Allah than I am? Amazing. Prophet, what he says. He says, Will Allah's, while Allah has trust on me to be a Nabi for the people and to be sent to this earth, He trusts me. But mashallah, you don't trust me? You have a higher standard than Allah? That Allah trusts me with revelation. Allah trusts me to have the keys to Jannah, to bring guidance for humanity, for jinn. And you here are saying that, no, I don't trust you uh, with the way you're distributing the money. That's all the Prophet said. He said, if I am going to not be just, then tell me please, who in the world is going to be just? In another instance, the Prophet was uh, sitting on some, not I can't say sitting with, he had just collected some spoils of war. I think it was Hunayn, Battle of Hunayn. And the Prophet was sitting on his camel, or sitting on his conveyance. And a person came, a, a, and he, he went and he pulled the Prophet Sallallahu upper garment, a shawl, which was a chadar, some type of sheet, some type of upper garment that the Prophet was wearing. He pulled that. He pulled it so hard that it choked the Prophet And he left a mark. Okay, now just imagine even your own beloved little son doing that or your daughter, granddaughter or someone. I mean, it's just, this is not acceptable for whatever the case may be. You would make someone so upset. He is sitting high. The person is sitting low. Imagine how the pull must have been. And then, this person, what does he say? Rasulullah simply looks at him and says, Gee, what can I do? What, can I, what, what would you like? He says, in the most insolent way, he says, all of this, you think this belongs to you and your father? All of this belongs to you and your father? That you have just hoarded all of this? He just is, the battle is just finishing. The spoils of war has come. You know, he's telling Rasulullah Sallallahu And Rasulullah Sallallahu just ah, doesn't show, you know, much uh, anger instead of saying, you know, get rid of this guy, get him killed or what, or just get him, get him out of my face. Rasulullah Sallallahu simply orders a sahabi, says, okay, 
give him. Open up and just give him tons, tens and tens of these animals, give it to him. Sheep, goats, camels, whatever they have to give it to him. So this man took all of this and he says, this can, this can only be a Nabi who has such forbearance and such, such justice and, char- and beautiful character. And he says the kalima. So, uh, you know, Rasulullah in every aspect of his life, we see with his families, to the extent that when he would go, uh, uh, when he would spend the nights with his family, with his wives, he would do it equally. And what he would say, he says, Ya Allah, I have tried my best to be just amongst my wives. So Ya Allah, do not take me to task for that which I have no control over and which you only have control over. Now, ulama explained that is the inclination of the heart. The inclination of the heart, a man doesn't have power of that. He says, I cannot control that. Do not take me to task for that, please. But as far as everything else that is there, I will try my best to be just. A sahabi comes to Rasulullah He says, Ya Rasulullah, I've gifted my son this huge you know, garden or whatnot. And Ya Rasulullah, I want you to become a witness to this. That I have gifted him this. Rasulullah asked him, did you gift your other kids like this? He said, no. And the Prophet said, I cannot be a witness to this. I cannot be a witness to this. And he sent him away. This is how the Prophet is, is, is showing time and again to the Sahaba and within his own life as well. That if we have to ensure that how we make decisions amongst people and we take, we take steps, that it must always be in a just manner. And let not our, we should never have rancor in the first place. But let not our enmity, for some random enmity, you know, uncalled for enmity, uncalled, not even he had a bad experience, just whatever. Let not, let not that uncalled enmity become a means of us being unjust. It's very difficult. That is why if someone asks you about someone, and you have a problem, you have some grudge against them, then just say, brother, please don't ask me about this person. Because you know you can't speak the truth. Because you want to speak the truth, but your nafs won't allow it. But then don't. Then just simply say, I, I'm going to remain quiet. I'm not saying anything. Because to say something wrong, just out of spite, is very, uh, extremely uh, grave sin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to make us from amongst those who establish justice in our homes, in our communities, in our workplaces, and allow us to be just with all of those who are around us uh, in whatever opportunity we get to make a decision that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from oppressing anyone. And may He increase uh, our love for the Prophet and allow us to follow His footsteps especially in this beautiful attribute of establishing justice. I mean, Nabil inshallah, we're going to read the salawat. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Salamun ala ibadihi alladhina astafa, salamun ala al-mursaleen. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ala Muhammadin wa anzilhu al-maqa'ad al-muqarrab a'indak. Allahumma rabba hadhi al-da'wati al-qa'imah. والصلاة النافعة صل على محمد وارض عني رضا لا تسخط بعده أبدا اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد وارحم محمدا وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت ورحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد 
اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وأزواجه وذريته كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى أزواجه وذريته كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد النبي وأزواجه أمات المؤمنين وذريته وأهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ترحم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما ترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم تحنن على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما تحننت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم سلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما سلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك وسلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد وارحم محمد وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت وترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد 
اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد صلاة تكون لك رضا وله جزاء ولحقه أداء وأعطي الوسيلة والفضيلة والمقام محمود الذي وعدته وادزي عنا ما هو أهله وادزي أفضل ما جازيت نبيا عن قومه ورسولا عن أمته وصل على جميع إخوانه من النبيين والصالحين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل علينا معهم اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل بيته كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك علينا معهم صلوات الله وصلوات المؤمنين على محمد النبي الأمي اللهم اجعل صلواتك ورحمتك وبركاتك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما جعلتها على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وصلى الله على النبي الأمي التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات الطيبات والصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات لله الطيبات والصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات والصلوات الطيبات لله سلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته سلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أسأل الله الجنة وأعوذ بالله من النار التحيات لله الزاكيات لله الطيبات والصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله خير الأسماء التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وأن سعادات لا ريب فيها السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اللهم اغفر لي وهدني التحيات الطيبات والصلوات والملك لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله التحيات لله الصلوات لله الزاكيات لله السلام على النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين شهدت الله إله إلا الله شهدت أن محمد رسول الله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمدا عبده ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله 
والسلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات والصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات لله الصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله بسم الله والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على روح محمد في الأرواح وصل على جسد محمد في الأجساد وصل على قبر محمد في القبور اللهم صل على محمد حتى لا يبقى من صلواتك شيء وبارك على محمد حتى لا يبقى من بركاتك شيء وسلم على محمد حتى لا يبقى من سلامك شيء اللهم صل على محمد ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة وبارك على محمد ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة وارحم محمد ملء الدنيا وملء الآخرة وسلم على محمد ملء الدنيا ومن الآخرة اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد السابق للخلق نوره والرحمة للعالمين ظهوره عدد من مضى من خلقك ومن بقي ومن ساعد منهم ومن شقي صلاة تستغرق العد وتحيط بالحد صلاة لا غاية لها ولا انتهاء ولا أمد لها ولا انقضاء صلاة دائمة بدوامك وعلى آله وصحبه كذلك والحمد لله على ذلك اللهم تقبل شفاعة محمد الكبرى وارفع درجته العليا واعطه سوله في الآخرة والأولى كما آتيت إبراهيم وموسى اللهم صل على محمد عدد من صلى عليه وصل على محمد بعدد من لم يصلي عليه وصل على محمد كما أمرت أن يصلي عليه وصل على محمد كما يحب أن يصلى عليه وصل على محمد كما تنبغي الصلاة عليه اللهم من يسألك يا الله يا رحمن يا رحيم يا جار المستجيرين يا أمان الخائفين يا عماد من لا عماد له يا سند من لا سند له يا ذخر من لا ذخر له يا حرز الضعفاء يا كنز الفقراء يا عظيم الرجاء يا منقذ القرغ يا منقذ الهلكاء يا منجي الغرقاء يا محسن يا مجمل يا منعم يا مفضل يا عزيز يا جبار يا منير أنت الذي سدد لك سواد الليل وضوء النهار وشعاء الشمس وخفيق الشجر ودوي الماء ونور القمر يا الله أنت الله لا شريك لك أسألك أن تصلي على محمد عبدك ورسولك وعلى آل محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وأصحابه وأولاده وأهل بيته وذريته ومحبيه وأتباعه وأشياعه وعلينا معهم أجمعين اللهم صل على يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد صلاة تنجينا بها من جميع الأهوال والآفات وتغضيننا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك على درجات وتبلغنا بها الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة بعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير لبيك اللهم ربي وسعديك صلوات الله الرحيم والملائكة المقربين والنبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وما سبح لك من شيء يا رب العالمين على محمد بن عبد الله خاتم النبيين وسيد المرسلين وإمام المتقين ورسول رب العالمين الشاهد البشير إليك الداعي إليك بإذنك سراج المنير وعليه السلام
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اللهم انت السلام والسلام وتبارك يا ذا الجلال والاكرام اللهم عنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع ما اعطيت ولا معتلب من عطوا ولا اراد ما قضيت ولا ينفع ذا الجد من الجد اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال محمد وصل على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم الحمد مجيد ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ولا تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكون من الخاسرين ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ربنا افرق علينا صبرا وثبت اقدامنا وانصرنا على الكافرين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين وارحم موتنا وموتى المسلمين وارحم موتنا وموتى المسلمين وانصر المستضعفين من المسلمين في كل مكان وانصر المستضعفين في كل مكان وانصر المستضعفين في من المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم ايدهم وانصرهم على من عداهم وعاد الاسلام والمسلمين والله في الله حرث الله في رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم والله الله وسر تانكس تو بي مويست ان الصلوات ان بندروش شريف از ماتش از باسبل افري دي يا الله والله والله الله وسر انكيت التيتشينجز ان ذا سنه اوف ذا باسبل ان اور لايفز والله ميك اور هوست هوست هولدز ا بيوتيفول اكزامبل اوف هاو ذا رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم ليفد Oh Allah, allow us to bring simplicity in our lives. Oh Allah, allow us to bring simplicity in our lives. Oh Allah, allow us to earn only halal income, Ya Allah. Allow us to only spend in halal. Save us from extravagance, Ya Allah. Save us from, Ya Allah, the extravagance which is, dis- which is disbelieving, Ya Allah, to you. Ya Allah, displeasing to you, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to allow us to, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, inculcate the sunnah of Rasulullah in every facet of our life, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask you to allow us to become just yeah, with our, each other, with our families, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, that we follow the teachings of the Quran and Sunnah, the rules laid out of the Quran and Sunnah, Ya Allah, and understood by the ulama and the scholars, Ya Allah, and the Sahaba of the Oh Allah, fill the, fill the qabr, Ya Allah, of all those who passed away with nur, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask you, those from the Muslim Ummah passed away, Ya Allah, allow us to do such good deeds that will become a means of their happiness in their graves, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah. We ask you, Ya Allah, to allow us to value our parents and our elders and our community leaders, Ya Allah, and our, our, our Ya Allah, Mashaykh and our ulama, Ya Allah, who are alive, Ya Allah, allow us to serve them, allow us to take care of them, Ya Allah, allow us to earn great rewards and pleasures in, in, in Akhirah because of that, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, allow them to give them long health and long life, Ya Allah, so that we be able to enjoy their blessings, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, I'll bring back the youth and bring back the adults back towards Islam, back towards the deen, Ya Allah. Make us from amongst those, Ya Allah, who make fikr and concern about establishing, Ya Allah, jama'ah in this masjid. And trying to bring in extra numbers, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, make all of us from amongst those people, Ya Allah, who attend regularly, Ya Allah, who attend regularly. But Ya, ya Allah, uh, even though they were living in a completely different place, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, participating in all this, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, those who have asked us for dua, Ya Allah. Those of us who have asked for dua, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their needs, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, those who have needs, whatever needs they have in their, in their hearts, Ya Allah. You know the needs of the hearts more than anyone else, Ya Allah. Take care of those needs, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, from whoever is suffering from depression, Ya Allah. Those who have lost their jobs, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, those who are having marital disputes, Ya Allah. Those who are having, Ya Allah, issues at the job, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, those who are caught up in, Ya Allah, in court cases, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, unjust cases, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to deliver them, Ya Allah, from those things. Ya Allah, many of the ulama, Ya Allah, have been in prison, Ya Allah. And many innocent Muslims have been in prison, Ya Allah, for no reason. Oh Allah, make it easy, Ya Allah, for them, Ya Allah, to enjoy justice as well, Ya Allah, in this world, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, have mercy on those, Ya Allah. Allah, who are being tortured throughout the world from the Muslim Ummah, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, whether it's Burma, Ya Allah, whether it's the Central African Republic, Ya Allah, whether it's Syria, Ya Allah, wherever the Muslims are being hit, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, to remove their difficulties, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, let their, Ya Allah, let not their, whatever has been, blood has been shed, Ya Allah, let that not go in vain, Ya Allah. Reward them with the highest of rewards in Akhirah, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, reward them with the highest of rewards in Akhirah, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, if you've tested them here in this world, do not test them once again in Akhirah, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you for afia in both places. 
for we are not worthy of being tested. We're too weak to be tested, Ya Allah. We ask you for afia in this world and afia in the rest in the next world, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to populate all your houses, Ya Allah. Oh and populate this house of yours as well, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, allow the masjid to be brimming full, Ya Allah, with Muslims throughout the year, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, throughout the year, let, let the masjid be filled with people, Ya Allah, for all the salawat, Ya Allah, for Fajr, for Al-Dhuhr, for Asr, for Maghrib, and Isha, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, build a strong community around the masjid, Ya Allah. Bring, bring about a sense of community and, and, and understanding and brotherhood and sisterhood amongst all the people who are in this area, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, make us, Ya Allah, from the pegs of this masjid, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, make us from pegs of our own masjid, wherever we may be, Ya Allah. Make us the pegs of the masjid, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to grant us a beautiful death, Ya Allah. A death of martyrdom in the city of the Prophet Sallallahu Ya Allah. Oh Allah, make us from amongst those who will be buried in Jannatul Baqi'ah, Ya Allah. Who will enjoy the Prophet Sallallahu intercession first and foremost on the Day of Judgment, Ya Allah. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Azzadiyya Ma'asifoon. Wa salamun al-mursaleen. Wa alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.